Welcome to the Email Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmailSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about uh, being emo, being social, and uh, clubbing. And being a little spooky. Being a spooky. It's spooky month. Spooky month. The entirety of October. I don't care what anybody says. Legally, it is Halloween, not October. Lizzie, add a little um, uh, creepy sound effect in this. Okay. When you edit this. <laughs> Hopefully it was already there. Uh, we're kicking it off. We're kicking off Spook Month. We're kicking off Spooktober. We're kicking off Spook uh, Spooktoberthon. Spooktacular. Spooktacular, you know, the <laughs> Honda holiday event. Oh, no. Uh, we have new friends of the pod, Satin Puppets, uh, on this episode. Uh, a little, you know, a little gothy music, a little, uh, little you know, spooky artsy vibes. Yeah, some spooky vibes for you. Uh, this band's really cool. I think this band really like hit both uh, you and I as like, oh shit, this is like our childhood. This is like that that creepy shit that I'm into. So, uh, super cool music, super cool stuff, super cool, uh, uh, super cool, cool band. Yeah, so. and uh, you may recognize the name from TikTok if you've ever come across. If you are on that side of TikTok. Um, it's just the two girls who look very ghostly looking singing. And if you've ever seen those covers that they've done and you're like, huh, okay, it's them. Oh, oh it's them. We got them. And they're super nice and they're super friendly. And that's all we care about because we only stand nice people. Correct. So, uh, we're going to get into that episode. We're going to get into this episode. We're going to get into an episode but before we do that. You should just go ahead and give us five stars. Yeah, just why five not? Stars, and you might be like, "Well, where can I give it?" Just five, like where? Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever podcast app you're listening to this to. And just remember, drop a five on Apple Podcasts. You can leave like a written like review. So write yeah. a nice review, or again, write not a great review, but still give us five stars. Yeah, but five stars or a nice review and or, but no me nothing. I don't want criticism. Yeah, no. I mean, that's what the social media is for. And here's the thing. Do we have to answer you? Not really. No. But if you Not want to time. try to get us an answer for your troll comment, uh, you can find us on our social medias at Emo Social Club on Instagram and X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, so let us know how you feel over there. If you're like, oh, man, I gave you five stars and all I got was this lousy comment. It's like, yeah. That's yeah, it's got. it's the new follow up boy title track for the year 2022. What else could you want? Also, besties, if you want to, because I realize I need to personally brand, I have my own TikTok now that I will be posting on, which is going to be chaotic within itself doing two TikToks. But it's just my same username on literally everything. So it's just at more than battery. So just like follow that, please. Okay, thanks. I'll Kinda continue to not know. have a TikTok. Yeah, well, he'll just look at, I just know when Brian looks on there sometimes, I'm like, hmm, these are things I would definitely not be on the side on. So it has to be Brian. I looked at it once in the year 2022. I've looked at it legitimately one time in 2022, and it was like three days ago. And I was like, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, t I'm dipping out. I think I've seen all I need to see here. I get a good idea what's going on. Uh Speaking of finding of th seeing things and knowing what's going on, we also have these episodes as YouTube videos over on our YouTube channel. So you can also watch our video with with Satin Puppets and our other episodes over there as well. So, you know, I'll I'll I'll, you know, check that out at least. Yeah. Brian watches YouTube all day, every day. If it's not us, it's Excel spreadsheet videos. Thank you. As that, that is very true. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Uh, let's just let's just go ahead and just get into it. You know, here is our uh, here's our episode with uh, Satin Puppets. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian, and I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with TikTokers Satin Puppets. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. 
Hello, thank, thank you, you guys so us. much for having us. Um, I am Joanna, so that this is my voice, <laughs> and I am Julia. This is my voice. <laughs> they sound very similar, quite similar, but our friends actually could tell us apart. So there has to be something like by our voices. By our voices, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be uh, yeah, fun for the audio listener. But I mean, it does help that you sound similar for your music. I guess like having that sort of like eerie like. Mm-hmm. Your music is very eerie, Definitely. and so having that kind of like double voice there probably helps. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, mm-hmm. well, we both can channel our voices in a different way. So even though we have the same voice, I think Julia has like, she channels her voice from like a more lighter, ethereal place. And then I channel my voice from like a more darker, like, um, kind of eerier place. But like, they, when they both come together, it like is creates a nice it's blood like, harmony yeah it's a blood <laughs> harmony <laughs> yeah so we do use our voice differently even though we have the same voice <laughs> i like that and it's actually very telling of like our differences in person i think julia is like the more like like i, I don't know how to explain it i feel like she's a lot better at like communicating than I am. No, I feel like ironically it's the opposite. Like Joanna is actually the sweeter one. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I, I'm the more like shadow twin, and then Julia's the more like like I don't know how to explain it. Like the face of us almost. Like I don't know. I you know like the little logo thing. It's like two masks, and one is smiling and one is frowning. Yes. I feel like Julia's the smiling one, and I'm the frowning one. <laughs> It it works out with all of like the uh, the archetypes and like the the I guess Tim Burton. We were talking a bit about Tim Burton movies before we started recording. So it's like, yeah, there's always that like sort of like the twin dichotomy and the two that like sort of like match in many ways. But then they have like that small difference. And I'm like, yeah, it just it just works. It's true. I think everybody has like an inner shadow self, like an inner darkness that um is important to like acknowledge and become okay with it's almost like an inner child like the inner inner shadow self is like always watching what you're kind of putting yourself through in your life and like experiencing in your life and if you are like in acknowledgement of that inner child and slash inner inner shadow self then you can have like this stronger, deeper relation relationship with yourself that mm-hmm. will like enable you to be accepting of like all parts of yourself. If that makes sense, like there's a lot of things we neglect almost like or like kind of don't confront ourselves about, and that's why like people have like this almost um, like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I, the way I, I feel it as is like, just like a a battle almost with myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's very like, it's almost like it's deep into psychology, I feel, because you bring up like inner child and then you're like, oh, how do I heal yeah. this? And then how do I nurture this other part of me to like accept more of like the mm-hmm. faults? I mean, it's like a whole like deep dive into like, it's that's something that's always been a topic of interest to me and my sister like the way that art really is an extension of like something within you like just something within you that that you don't necessarily see on the surface when you first meet somebody or even like interact with them like it's only when you look at what someone made that you really get to know like the psychology like the like the depths of that person sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that goes for like music or art or whatever it is that people make to express themselves or use as an outlet. And so that's something we always have taken interest in and explored. Well, we really see that kind of pop off with like TikTok. So I remember coming across um you two like a year or so ago and i was like oh this is spooky this is creepy like i like this <laughs> so obviously i followed and oh. then we got oh. an email from chris nightshade and was like oh hey do you want to interview i was like oh my god like yeah 
<laughs> yes, hello. Oh my god, because oh, he was following me personally on Insta, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I was like, oh, I like his stuff that he puts Aww. together. And then I like put two and two together. And I'm like, well, wait a second. So <laughs> I love hearing stories Aww. like this of how like everybody that kind of came into our life and allowed us to express ourselves in different ways. How they like interconnect with like people that we end up meeting later down the line and like just the way that we can all like become a bigger community almost (laughs) that's really cool yeah it's always something that's fun to like connect with people I'm like a nerd for that so every time I'm like oh my god I met you online and I know this other person from like four months ago or like a year and a half ago I'm always like super psyched about it because I just think it's cool (laughs) yeah Totally. Yeah. Like it's, it's really cool the way that we met CQ, um, Nightshade, like our producer that like, really, if we didn't meet him, we wouldn't be doing, we wouldn't be able to do music the way that we do. Like, we didn't think we were going to even do music. Like, our TikTok was just, it started off as a fun for funsies thing, (laughs) like just singing just throwing it on on a social media platform that we never expected to blow up it was like our our place where we just like unapologetically posted things without thinking about our family seeing it or like our friends seeing it we just like i was like oh no one's gonna see this let's just sing and post it somewhere just for fun but then it we really started to like i guess um dial in on it and like transform it into like something because we just saw that it was like something we were meant to be doing like singing that we we've always been pushing it aside because we were always like too shy to do it like we're like we never really wanted to pursue it because it's like so I don't know like we yeah I don't know how to explain it but like I guess we just really felt a calling to pursue music, like, because we just saw the way people responded to it on TikTok. And so we were like, maybe we should really, like, put our energy or real energy into this and nurture it. Yeah. That's what we did. Is that kind of how you got set up with with Chris was just like through, like, just seeing the passion out there? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, we just connected um, with CQ. And the first day that we met, we just like, we were like, let's, let's create music together and put it out there. And yeah, <laughs> we, we just, I've never felt more like, I don't know, like, because we've always kind of had this vision for the way we want to present ourselves artistically in the world. Like, Um, and we never thought we were going to do it through music, but like once we, once we had the epiphany that it was something we were going to pursue, like there was this, um, like, I guess specific sound we wanted to go for and, um, it it kind of felt like like, it was something that we've been preparing for like all our lives because like. We were just so like ready when the time came, like yeah. with so much, so much like lyrics and so much like we just knew what our sound would be like, like, mm-hmm. and it was just very like it just felt very natural to just communicate. Like, that it was to like something and- that we were like we just had like a full understanding of even before we we realized we were gonna pursue music. We were like. Oh yeah, like if we did music, it would have like a Coraline soundtrack vibe, and like it would have these like weird eerie sounds and like broken piano kind of like instruments and like the way that we, I'm like kind of bad at explaining things, but like when we explain things to CQ, he's like, he gets, he gets it. it. He just he gets it. So we were like, he was the one that was meant to produce our music. So yeah, shout out to Nightshade. Hell yeah. Feeling bored? Well, don't be. Alternative pop artist Penny Board is on the road this October. From the 27th through Halloween, the Dallas-based artist makes stops in Tulsa, Topeka, Chicago, and Nashville. They'll perform songs like Cherry Chapstick, Gemini, along with nostalgic covers and new songs. Tickets are on sale now. We promise it'll cure your boredom. So when it comes to picking the covers that you do do, is there like a a way that you go through? Is there a list or are you just like saying, I like this one. We're going to do this. 
we do have like an ongoing list um, of covers that we would like to do. Um, a lot of them we we do like on TikTok. But um, as far as the ones that we like put out, um, like well, so far we have Bad Moon Rising, Nothing Else Matters, and Sally's song. What other covers do we have? I think those are the three. So we far, have. those are what we have. But like, if you're talking about the cover, like the little covers we do on TikTok, it's usually people will like comment and say like, "You guys should sing this song next," and we'll be like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, we that like if this is a song that I haven't heard in forever, and I love the song, and like we'll just like sing yeah. sing that." It's usually what people request, and I feel like our little community on TikTok like really really helped us on our healing journey to like reconnect with like who we are like things that I've always been passionate about and like they'll be like oh sing this song from the corpse bride and like I'll be like oh my god I love that movie like and then I'll just like watch it and then it's just like yeah I feel like ever since we started to really take tiktok more seriously i guess and like be consistent on there um with our covers and then like before it like turned into what it is now like that's really what helped pull us out of like a lot of i guess darkness (laughs) i don't know yeah it was part of our healing journey like i really credit our tiktok community for where we're at now like mentally and also just like with what we're able like we were supported to invest ourselves into like now we're really able to invest ourselves in our music because of the response we're getting and um yeah like it wouldn't be that way if like it wasn't it really felt like they were pulling me out pulling me out of like just something i felt so stuck in for a long time I think that that's awesome. And I generally hate TikTok because I'm 400 years old and just hate new uh, things and the internet. So <laughs> that's my own journey TikTok to be on. <laughs> has so many different sides to it that, like, when I really think of it outside of what it is to us and our like followers i'm like yeah tiktok it could be a toxic yeah, place there's, there's so a lot of horrible different, like rabbit holes yeah in tiktok we holes. were just having this conversation last night with one of our friends like she says that she she goes on tiktok specifically to find the cringiest most horrible videos oh my God. <laughs> yeah just there is horrible content on there too like they're horrible like people <laughs> commenting just being toxic and oh yeah like yeah the, the troll the trolls on tiktok are our next level, next level. <laughs> yeah and it's, but there's a whole other side to it too that it can be really an incredible platform for artists i think yeah i think musicians have a much better time like obviously yeah you're putting something out and then it's like just using the algorithm to take it on the waves and it goes in front of trolls and people that like it all the same. Yeah. But obviously like, yeah, for an artist making music or making something that can like resonate with people, it's awesome for me as somebody who's just watching it. I'm like, you know what? I really don't care about uh, people being mean to one another. (laughs) Like I just deleted Twitter the other day for like the hundredth time and then redownloaded it today because I'm, Oh my God. I don't know. It's one of the things you have to do, I guess, but. It's yeah. like, yeah, just to to get away from that negativity to then be like, I want that community part of it. I want that friendly part of it. I want that like music side of it and like have that that environment. But it's like, nope, you get anger and betrayal and meanness and that's all you get. Yeah, you get you live in a it, world the whole where spectrum that on social media. <laughs> Unfortunately, you witness it yeah social media can be really on both like extremities Mm -hmm. (laughs) now how do you kind of handle these trolls and like really terrible things that are said like just ignoring ignoring them or like literally just wishing them a good day like genuinely because yeah, at the, the end of the day into those it, trolls the are the ones like, that are probably to... really in an unhappy place in their life like otherwise why else would they be 
commenting and trolling they must actually be like not doing well you know so i just genuinely will either be like well you know thanks for your input i hope you have a good day you know it's like the, that's really the only thing you can do at that point and then or just ignore it delete it don't don't let it get to you it, it's obviously like if if that if you're if you're being bombarded with like negativity all the time it could really start to weigh heavy on you so that's why we don't read the comments very often like we try to like sift through our comments like in a way to where we only see like titles of stuff so that like we don't have to read everything else we're like okay yeah let's sing this song let's sing this song and like we try not to read all the comments because it it could get to you like it really it could be toxic, but thankfully, for the most part, we don't get a lot of trolls. Like, we yeah, we don't get and, a lot of negativity. And for the most part, it doesn't affect us in a negative way. Like, it's just, like, it's so silly to us. Like, and, like, people will go and, like, and they'll, like, defend us in the comments, too. Yeah. And say, like, they've addressed this before. Like, they don't have to keep addressing it millions of times, like, for specific comments, but... Or they'll be like, like they'll keep be like, what are you doing yourself, here? Like, you, know? you can just keep scrolling. Yeah. That is the good side of the community where they actually like show up and like, like I, I think most internet communities don't have this, but I found that like TikTok has it, Twitch has it, and like people who actually just enjoy whatever content you're making, they are right there to be like, not get out of here. Like, this isn't uh, this isn't space yeah. for you. It's like it's kind of a self. They're the real ones. Yeah, I've definitely seen that a lot more on TikTok too recently where there's been a lot of create like larger creators, like people are trying to call them out for things that aren't really existing in their space. (laughs) And then there's just a lot of people saying like, I don't know what what you're trying to find and dig out here, but this what you're complaining about or have an issue with like really truly doesn't exist. And now you're just kind of bullying a creator just because of what like you're jealous you have some agenda or you have something weird going on there like there's no reason to be like I watched one from the girl um Teresa she does like hair stuff and somebody she talks about matted hair and kids and like you know getting help for those kids because their parents aren't probably taking care of them things like that and somebody kept calling them out like oh you want to like take kids away from things and and they're like yeah if you're not taking care of your kid then yeah (laughs) like that's controversial and people are like what are you talking about why are we complaining about that yeah it's like yeah there's like also those controversial topics that people are like brave enough to like stand up for express on social media and then of course because it's controversial like there will be a whole like community of people attacking them and stuff yeah (laughs) that's just social media (laughs) see and again i'm 400 years old but i remember when people just made fun of me when i was goth in high school and there is like no dude you no you're and like well at least they said it to my face and it's not some random person it's somebody that i thought was my friend who's just gonna be mean to me in person and that's much better he says and it has affected me not at all (laughs) oh my god look i i i understood who i was i worked at hot topic it's fine you know i knew my i knew my personality and i didn't worry about anyone else uh telling me about it Good. <laughs> which is also like it's kind of full circle because like your music is a lot of like very similar to what i listened to around that time in high school and like getting a lot of free samplers from hot topic while working there and i'm just like damn like this is some good Aww. music so like it's it's kind of full circle and again it makes me feel very old like i have so many like <laughs> old man looking at cloud or yelling at cloud moments lately but like like oh hell yeah <laughs> like these are uh these are the new generation, a younger generation. Again, I'm 400 Aww. doing the shit that like, yeah. <laughs> like Brian, gets, like old, Brian gets older every episode. I swear. I keep adding it. I add a year every time somebody younger tells me something. <laughs> Anything actually. Uh, it sucks. Well, I, I am honored to be reminiscent of 
the music that you listened to when you worked at Hot Topic. <laughs> I feel like eventually that, that, that would be a goal of ours is to have some of our t-shirts at Hot Topic because yeah. we used to work at like, Hot Topic We used to work there too. Yeah. And, and I love Hot Topic. Like I've always, I've always loved Hot Topic. Yeah. And even like, even though people now are like, like, like that's cringy or whatever like they they have it's not the same anymore like i still have an appreciation for what they've evolved into to be yeah, honest like seriously. i love that they have anime stuff there i love this the studio ghibli stuff the sailor moon stuff like that stuff is also my jam and like mm-hmm. i love like all the hardcore like true gothic stuff from back in the day like the, back when like the bag ooh, the font was like this red kind of like Mm-hmm. red font it was like very different than what, what the bags look like now yeah it was like, like more more specifically like goth like punk yeah kind of the brand vibe. trip was like yeah popping oh, yeah. and now it's like more like now it's more actual like, what is trendy. a hot topic like what is a hot topic right now like all the studio ghibli films and like like amongst the emo kids this day like what what people would call the emo kids like which i love seeing the way that the younger generations are embracing like the darker culture in a completely new way and i think it's so cute and precious and i love seeing the way that emo has evolved like as a definition like the word like what it means and like i i love seeing that like when i'm on tiktok and i'm scrolling and I see like like the younger community of like goth kids it's just it's precious to me to see like how something that was like like I guess like like punk back then and like actual like people sewing patches on their pants and stuff because like their pants would tear like being in the mosh pit or whatever is like being worn as an aesthetic now but like in in such a like like they are doing that because like they're kind of honoring the culture yeah they're honoring the culture and it's like and it's like an aesthetic and it, a vibe yeah it's and a it's vibe really cool. it's an aesthetic <laughs> and like they're doing it in their own way and I, I don't know I I feel like like yeah I just I think the younger kids are very different today than they were back in the day like even back in our day like which was not that long ago like I feel like we played in the mud literally making mud pies and like like running around like dinosaurs live action role playing (laughs) like up until the age of like 12 but then like i see 12 year olds today and they're they're, like like, doing their makeup and they like know how to contour and they they... know all this stuff that i didn't learn about until i was like late into call into high school and like into college like honestly through high school we didn't really do our makeup like we just did like the black eyeliner yeah i just did black eyeliner the whole like full glam yeah i didn't care all of that i didn't know about makeup like even when i started wearing makeup i didn't know what, what contouring was or anything and like it's different now like kids are learning so much more at a younger age because of social media what they have access to and like the world is so different now it's wild Uh, yeah it's real chaotic i mean i think the thing is too is like going back to the hot topic thing is that now they don't have like trip nyc anymore which sucks because now you have to like order online and hope for the best um which is terrifying for a trip but (laughs) now they do have clothes that are a little bit more affordable than like when we were younger at least because i remember if I wanted trip pants, those are easily like $60, $70. And as like a high school kid who did not have a job, so I didn't really have any money to buy those. Um, that was rough. But now a lot of stuff yeah. is much more affordable, especially, you know, almost every day it seems like their site has like a sale on something. So you can always afford like yeah. the aesthetic now. So it's way more accessible across the board. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they like really... Yeah, it, it, I just know because we used to work there that, like, they have their sales They've got their locked. sales locked down. <laughs> yeah. They have their strategy down for, like, getting their products out. What was the hot cash? Which I, ha- I haven't been we to Hot Topic hot in cash. a while. But hot cash. And I'm like, man, I'm going to... 
definitely collect and use that. And now I'm like, wait, what was that even? Because I, I think it was there when I was working there, but I don't know. Again, I worked there before the remodel. Yeah, That's like my one thing that I have. The one thing. Yeah, I used to like save up the hot cash and then it would expire and I would like never gotten the chance to use it but but yeah they they make it so that it's like it expires like fast so you have to use it really fast Mm -hmm. so you have to come back already like consistently which like i mean it's part of the part of them making sales which yeah it's like from a business standpoint like it's smart (laughs) sure yeah the uh, yeah i still have like an appreciation for hot topic though because they do have really good quality things too it's a nice place with a lot of overlap for like my funko pop interest my band interest (laughs) my anime it's like okay i'm gonna find something that hits every section of all of the things i like (laughs) exactly yeah and now Speaking. aside from uh, no it's you, it's you. Oh. now i was about to say aside from music you also kind of have other stuff like um personal artwork and such on little ghouls can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so yeah yes. yeah we started off um well before we started making music we were just a small business little ghouls um art.com that's our website we created that um after we graduated from college um to get our art out there and um that's like when we started making apothecary and that's how we started our small business was like um just creating like our own shop online and like thankfully because of social media um back on the topic of social media like you're really able to it all honestly just rooted from us just like being really obsessed with maintaining like a really aesthetically like just a comfort space we loved like creating a vibe like on instagram Mm -hmm. like with our feeds so because we were so like kind of just that was like our interest that was like our passion like passion i've always used instagram specifically as my like outlet like i would write my poetry and post it in the captions of my photos and like we took our we've always been into taking our own photos whether that's of the trees of the mountains of our makeup of our look that day like all of that and i just liked to create a little documentation of like what I am passionate about and like it's my own safe space but I'm also like sharing it with the world it's like that's just how I want to be perceived in the world so Instagram was like a little scrapbook to me where I it's a safe space and because of that obsession I guess that we had um we always had it in our practice to like transition it into a, a shop. shop yeah where we can sell a shop because creations. honestly it was like people asking us like where can i buy your art like people were interested in our art from the beginning so like we were like oh like at first just selling art to people through instagram just being like oh yeah just like message me and like we can talk about um like selling this piece however much like it really started off by us like like selling our art through instagram and then we were like why don't we create a shop and start making prints of our art and then we were like okay why don't we start making candles with our art on there and then like why don't we start making perfumes why don't we start making teas and it just became like our shop like a whole experience like um each of our candles has an intention it has a story it has like yeah like we it's kind of like just our thing that we do like and then um just running that for like a few years um like after we graduated from college um like Sorry, I lost my chance. It's okay. 
I'm like, where was I going with that? That's I. We still do that till this day. Like that's our that's our full time job, I guess. We're self employed. Speaking of running our own business, we do have an event this weekend. Um, it's we're vending at Oddity's Flea Market. Um, it's a two day event, but we are vending Saturday only, and then on Sunday we are performing as Satin Puppets. Hell yeah! Yeah. Well, we can shout that out then, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, definitely. I, I, I did see you guys did a vlog of uh, a trip to Oddity's Flea Market on your YouTube. I was going down a YouTube hole with your music oh, and stuff. You saw so, it? oh my god, I cringe at my vlog. It's, okay, but here's the thing: is like music and art and like the person behind it and like all of that. Like, clearly, that is like a very well done like part of what. Uh, uh, satin puppets and little ghouls is so like it just makes sense to like also do like all of it together and have the vlog so I don't think there's any reason to cringe mm-hmm. at it. it's just like yeah no people want to see that and now it's like oh okay cool so they like go to this flea market and that sounds awesome <laughs> so yes, we've been doing oddities flea market for a few years they, they do it twice a year and we did it once in New York also um, but this is going to be our very first time performing there as Satin Puppets. Um, so it's it's a whole like new way that we're presenting ourselves in that same community that we've always been like connected to through our art, just like our apothecary and stuff. Um, so I'm excited because it's going to be different this year. <laughs> What does a and we can talk a little bit about like your other uh, uh, performances coming up that have kind of been announced. I guess we're going to not break any news here. But what is a what is like a live performance for you look like? Like how does I I know you've done like some live stream uh, stuff already and like had some stuff online. But what does it look like when you do that live and what should an audience like expect when they see you? Um, well, eventually we really want to make it more performative, like more theatrical, but right now, like it's just kind of us with nightshade on the stage, um, singing and we're just just singing and it, it, it feels almost like a, like a sound bath kind of vibe. Like I really like to imagine that I'm creating a space for people to just feel at peace and to feel like kind of in in like a little a a womb almost (laughs) almost like walking into a haunted house and just seeing these ghosts and you're not really sure if the ghosts see you but you're just here in this moment and listening to the echoes yeah and and for some reason you want to stay there you're not scared of these ghosts that these ghosts don't feel like they're going to come attack you or something but at the same time it does have like a weird chillingness to it like I guess I only know that because like people will comment that on TikTok. They'll say like, (laughs) this is very like chilling, but like for some reason comforting. And like, I never, I never thought about how me and my sister like could be perceived because like, we'll just, before we started singing on TikTok and me and Julia were just in the kitchen, literally making our candles. We're just singing and like, humming and sometimes making up random tunes and then I never realized that that could be perceived as eerie as hell like (laughs) if you're just there on like just especially because we like the dark so it was always dark in our house it's just like the sun has set it's like dark and we're just like pouring our candles and just like Sounds like little cobwebs with each other cobwebs in, in in the distance but I never never really like realized how much we genuinely found comfort in like just eerie like eeriness i guess even growing up like the shows that we watched and the in the movies we grew up on i look back at them now and i'm like oh yeah those are eerie <laughs> those are eerie <laughs> but i never thought of them that way like growing up because that's what we knew as our like comfort so yeah (laughs) i think it's good though because i again we kind of get back to like the modern culture of it all is that we see a lot of people starting to like say oh i like these movies that 
traditionally people would say to us like oh those are weird those are creepy why do you like it and now everybody's like I love hocus pocus and it's like okay cool like so when everybody else liked that when we were younger like you guys all had an issue with it (laughs) but I'm glad we're coming around yes and um to be specific we grew up on a lot of um like russian like old russian like folklore movies and shows and um they're actually like they actually have like a a creepiness to them i don't know how to describe it but like there's one of the ones i'm thinking of specifically is jiburashka yeah it's like it it is stop motion and i think that they are like little puppets yeah but like like these little doll vibe of it is like so like eerie like yeah i don't know yeah like like there's this little melancholy alligator and his little eyes are like big and glossy and he looks really sad and i just adored him and but like you look back and i like literally want to cry when i watched that scene of him like playing chess by himself and he like turns a little chess board and he's just like and like the sounds and textures and like like old russian like um shows i don't know if like it's just russian shows like that are this way but like it's so like muffly and like mm-hmm. kind like of, the like the visuals are like all static green and like the way they walk it just it's, like it's like really eerie like it, it just it's eerie but like i love it <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i another good example is um the russian live action version of pinocchio interesting and it, it's it's live action so the, so the, the the people it's like real people wearing these puppet costumes that are like one of them is like a dog one of them is like a classic you know one is like this girl with blue hair and like they all have really elaborate intricate costumes that i love and um it's like really dark like really dark it's about these the puppets that are like kind of kept like enslaved almost to be in the, in a theater and they they like literally get like abused and like mistreated and like it's a dark story and then there's also really creepy eerie parts in it that i'm like i can't believe i watched that <laughs> as a child and was traumatized <laughs> like there's a part when um pinocchio his name is buratino in the movie he gets like put in this like dark little room with like all of these spiders and like it's kind of like his punishment in, in that part of the movie and there's like these spiders like the singing. music is like so eerie yeah and like the the little like the, the spiders like hiss and like make like little and noises they talk, and, like, and they like yeah like they yeah. talk and, and like when they talk just... like their eyes are all like glistening in your face and like yeah <laughs> but I love that. That movie. is our inspiration. <laughs> it's giving Brothers yes. Grimm version of yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's like well, I don't know also like um I don't know if you've heard of Jan Spinkmeyer. That name sounds familiar. Like the, yeah, I have not. There's like this stop motion of Alice in Wonderland and he calls it just Alice and it's like a stop mode and this this similar idea where it's very textury and like kind of eerie with the movements and like everything is like handmade and like um yeah similar idea that that we love his work jan swingmeyer is like stop motion films are one of our biggest inspirations and um yeah yeah that, that's kind of a good comparison to a lot of stuff we grew up on. <laughs> I think it's really crazy that a lot of your inspo comes from stop motion, where I know a lot of people are like absolutely freaked out by stop motion. So, it, yeah, it creeped me out <laughs> for a long time. Like, just yeah. too scary. <laughs> Especially if it's not like super smooth stop motion. Like, Coraline is a pretty smooth mm-hmm. stop motion. You yeah. can't even tell it's stop motion, but. There is like, like the older, the stop, older stop motion where it's specifically done that way to capture like the movements in like a like a, yeah, styli- a stylized way. way. Yeah. Kind of like Chicken Run. Oh my god. And like Wallace and yeah. Chicken like, Run is that. my nightmare. Yeah, those freaks those still freak me out. <laughs> 
I still can't like I don't like the way they move. I don't like the way mm. when they did like the walls and Gromit like haunted one. I don't remember what it was. I was like, Mm-mm, this is a big hell not for me, brother. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I remember even as a child being really like fascinated by the way that they move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being like, why do they move like that? Like, it's so weird, but mm-hmm. it was like so interesting. Like. Obviously, it's an artistic choice, but claymation and all that just like really just weirded me out as a kid. And like, what's funny to me now is like how, you know, like Halloween and creepy things and like all that has taken on this idea of essentially just all jump scares and like gore and all that. And I'm like, no, dude, like that's not the fun stuff. The fun stuff is like a haunted house, but like nothing happens. And the fun stuff is like, just stuff that makes you feel a little bit like off center and like, Ooh, I don't feel right here. Yeah. Like that stuff is good. I don't need somebody to jump out at me or like to see some, to see like, uh, like objective violence. Like, no, it's more fun to just be like kind of creeped yeah. out and like, Ooh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I feel like it is kind of more rare now to like see a good horror movie where they're actually like going into some kind of story or like it's like more than just like, oh, we just want to spook you with this like ghost that pops out like or like, oh, we're just going to be killing people and there's going to be blood everywhere. And yeah, like that, like even like, like how you were saying, like. I feel like Tim Burton doesn't specifically want to, well, like, of course, the themes are, like, kind of spooky, like, a lot of times, but, like, in a Tim Burton movie, but, like, he doesn't specifically, he's not, like, let's make it scary. Like, it it, it just has this beautiful, dark, elegant, almost, like, quality aura. to it and aura and energy that, that is dark and it comes from like darkness but it's like in a but beautiful it's way like a beautiful story yeah and it's like very it's real not supposed and... to be like oh let's make a scary movie it's it's like let's let's tell this story and let's tell it let's embrace, let's embrace like darkness. darkness like as light. we tell the story let's let's have this dark theme to it this like this dark energy to it because that's kind of the way that we all exist through life it's like we are telling our own stories and, and experiencing our own stories but we're also like carrying this like shadow self within us to observe it so that we can later like come back to ourselves and be like all right well now let me let me think about this experience and let me like let me really like marinate in my own thoughts with it and like yeah I I think that that's that's the beauty in like Tim Burton for example like something something that it's it's a story being told but it's like in embracing darkness yeah (laughs) the aesthetic over just like the cheap thrill of like a jump scare and like it's not it's not yeah. to be for everybody or be like, oh, you know, it's Halloween time, time to get a little bit spooked. It's more or less like, no, this is just the aesthetic because some of us just like be doing that stuff year round. You know, some of us are fine with like horror yeah. movies and stuff in, in uh, March, you know. I mean, like when Midsummer exactly. like dropped, it was like the middle of spring and people were like, why would you put this right oh, now? Yeah, and I'm like, because Midsummer. it's it's the vibe. It's the energy it's like, totally part of it yeah yeah that director specifically i feel like just really know really knows like what the true essence of like a horror movie is aside from like it being like spooky or scary like just that off-putting like eerie quality putting it out like in the springtime is definitely like probably intentional <laughs> yeah especially with when he when Ari Aster did Hereditary it was big giving like big psycho energy where the main part that was teased happens in like the first 15-20 minutes of the film and then the rest is like the falling mm-hmm. descent into like pure like insanity and you're just like sitting there like what the fuck am I yeah. watching right now and then you just sit there and you're like that it was really cool. <laughs> it's 
it's the good shit though like uh i i think the majority of like horror themed things that i consume content wise is video games so it's like putting yourself in that place where you're now experiencing like the horror could happen to you it's not really you it's a character but you're also like in that world like playing a game like phasmophobia and you're like okay i'm going into a house it is haunted nothing's actually gonna happen <laughs> but then like something just like whispers in your headphone and you're like i am out i'm done i'm good <laughs> and it's like that like like is it's hard to do with movies obviously and that's why i think a lot of them rely so much on like slasher films and jump scares and like cheap uh cheap shock but then like you're in a video game world and you're just like oh shit i'm in it like i am interacting with it and i am feeling it happen to me and now i'm actually scared yes yes i love like immersive video games like that we've been trying to get back into video games um recently but yeah i we really need to set some time aside <laughs> for video games again we're i mean i'm trying to do some halloween games for uh for twitch for this you know spooky season because resident evil yes. 8 dlc is coming out like that's a whole thing like gotta get into that oh my god i want to i want to play like a really scary game <laughs> i and it, it it's obviously very much fun to do on the internet where people can watch you and then you're like oh they're gonna yeah. he's gonna get jump scared and then i'm like oh, i'm fine you know nothing's happening and then it's like this small little moment which is like you know all of a sudden like something a creature just like jumps out at me and i'm like Duh! and it's like okay this is it's yeah. it's worth it but it's like the small moments the times you don't expect yeah i gotta get lizzie to do it with me too i have to uh have time to play video games is my issue no, i just need you to, to be it. there and just experience it with me so that you're just like oh what the fuck <laughs> i mean i feel like i mean I feel like I wouldn't be too spooked not to like be that person, but I went to one ha haunted house ever in my life. And this was like when I was an undergrad, like five or so years ago, surprisingly. Um, and I thought it was going to be like really scary, really spooky. But then I walked up and I was wearing one of my um, dresses that has like Halloween prints on it. And as soon as we walked up, like three actors broke character and were like, oh, I love your dress. And I'm like, wow, thank you. I'm complimented. But now I'm. <laughs> I'm out of this immersive experience now. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! Okay, but what dress were you wearing? It's a, it, it's my sourpuss clothing. I've had it, God, for probably like seven or so years, and it has like little black cats, a thirteen, um, like oh pumpkins god, and skeletons cute. all over it. And it's like it's like short sleeved. It has kind of like um, you know, like a polo has like a co that collar, but it's buttoned and it doesn't look like polo-y. And it's like a really nice, I don't, it's not, Um, it's like a polyester type material, but it's like really breathable and like flowy and it's like good to wear. <laughs> kind of like a pinup style. Yeah, it's like a pinup style one. Yeah. We used to always go to pinup back yeah. in the day because they have like really cool like punk sort of vibe there too. Like, like the, like little cardigans with like. I just remember they. The, I loved their cardigans. They had like little leopard print green ones, like the creepers. Had, like, really, yeah, like the creepers and the like little punk bone like clips and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I live for. I have some of the mini cardigans, <laughs> but they have like skeleton zombie hands on them, or like they have little coffins. Cute. See, Cute. that was totally our vibe like back in the day. <laughs> It's like what I wore back then. Just the vibe. I don't know. I just, yeah. You you have a lot of those dresses, don't you, Lizzie? I do. And now they have a 20% off sale this week. So we're about to stock right. up, it seems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're dropping hot cash. The hot cash on the other site. <laughs> Listen, they need to sponsor us too, though. Specifically yeah. me. They only had some guys' clothes. I'm sorry. I get, I get. Yeah, and Sam Puppet Dew. Show get everybody in there. Yeah, throw them. Just getting a bunch of sponsors thrown out. Uh, please sponsor Satin Puppets for anything that they want. <laughs> I think that's just. I think that's just fair. Like you guys choose whatever you want. You know. I mean, you you could. You have 1.7 like million followers on TikTok, so I think you really have some leverage here. <laughs> uh, I'm like trying to think of like who would I want to be yeah. sponsored by. 
you know, I feel like I my aesthetic now is like all over the place. I I really like just making my own stuff lately and like but kind of reusing other stuff. Like I don't know if that even makes sense. Yeah. But just one like, thing that we love do love doing is contact lenses, mm-hmm. like wearing like creepy, like cool different colors and different shapes and sizes. So that would be cool to get sponsored right? by <laughs> contact lenses. Hell yeah. <laughs> Send us new new eyes all the time. New eyes. Yes. Because yes. we actually do wear prescription contacts but we since we wear prescription like we're like we might as well like just rep a, whatever color we feel that day so like we have like a bunch of different colored contacts that we just create different looks with and something we're really trying to figure out um lately and explore is like how do we want to present ourselves on stage like when we're performing and like so far i think our aesthetic we call it like a well, obviously puppet inspired, so like kind of like the materials would be very like um like what you would imagine a doll would be made out of, like just like some satin materials that hence like, satin puppets. <laughs> but um, just exploring different textures and clothing, yeah, like different textures. Like, I don't know. And also yeah. layering it with like different um, like belts and like harnesses and um, kind of like an Edward Scissorhands vibe, oh, yeah. but like in a like I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I really like to layer things. I, I, I like layers. <laughs> I love layers. <laughs> I love layers. <laughs> layers are the yeah, best. Honestly, something that makes yes, like something that makes an outfit really unique and interesting is just the way that the person chooses to layer to layer different textures and different lengths and colors and everything i'm glad that people are still thinking about fashion in music considering that there's a bunch of just like dumbass dudes who just like show up in a flannel or a t-shirt and it's like cool i have some songs and it's like all right man i guess uh you know it could be better i think it's such a, a good opportunity to like kind of share what more like even more depth of what your your music is about like making it more of an immersive experience like visually on stage we we we're still working on like how we want to present ourselves um and also like working out the whole theatrical presentation we want to put on eventually too like like we want to actually come out of puppet chests in the beginning of the show, <laughs> like, yeah. and make it more like of a story that we're telling. Um, but yeah, there's like so much, so much you can, like, I guess understand and be exposed to just by the outfit. Like, what is it that we're wearing? That that in itself is already like such a statement. So it's yeah, I. I I'm excited to like really, really explore that. <laughs> now with tour-wise, what what shows would do you have coming up outside of the Oddity Slea market? If you can divulge those that info. Um, I know that we are looking to tour next year. Like, um. I think we're even looking into to going overseas next year um, and actually like performing like in Europe, Europe. Yeah. In Europe and like, but also in other States too, eventually. Um, but as for this, this year, we have some shows um, for this month. You? Yeah. Yeah. So far right now we're, we're going to be doing emo night on the right. 26th yeah. wait the 28th the 28th and um we're we also have like another sh- another show I'm, I'm not sure what it's called i don't know if it's they like, called it bad moon rising oh they called it bad yeah. moon rising <laughs> it, th- so the show is called bad moon rising that we're gonna i think we're headlining it i'm yeah. pretty sure but um it's actually the same night as emo night so, so it'll it's be right out oh, man. <laughs> you're back to back and then yeah it, it it's crazy like that that one day i don't like i'm excited to see how it works out but yeah i have full faith in 
Yeah. Emo Night is is already sold out, but that show it it is not. So yeah, if you're not able to make it to Emo Night, then we'll be at this bad moon rising show which we'll post about it so there will be more information about it on our social medias and you're doing we also have the oh, uh yeah live, the live concert, concert. Good. yeah mine's in sync yes that one that one is gonna be hopefully an annual thing too like we want to do every october we want to put on our virtual live show where we have other artists performing too we want to call it october underground um and just have like our friends who are also musicians um performing with us and just make it as like real of a, an event as possible like like a real like almost like you're there in person type of vibe where it's like in real time and everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's it's a good segue because we only have a couple more minutes left in the, the recording part here. We are going to stay over on Twitch and talk with everybody uh, in in our in our live stream audience here to chat and ask some questions and all that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I I know you guys also are are putting out some uh, new music soon. Uh, a cover, I believe, uh, of some other stuff. Uh, do you want to do you want to hint at or tell people about that as well? Yes. yes. So we have a cover of um, "Buried Myself Alive" by The Used coming out, featuring um, Lindsay Austin. Yes, and um, that, uh, of course, produced by Nightshade. Yes. Produces all so of our music. It's, it's a collab song between Nightshade, Lindsay Austin, and Satin Puppets. And um, I believe that's coming out this month. I'm not if sure. Not next we month. don't have a set date for it yet, but we will be performing it live, most likely. Definitely yeah. for emo night. And then we also have um, we have a couple other songs that were featured on, but I am not sure if we're allowed to talk about them. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, we do have some other songs that we're going to be featured on coming out like soon. Wait, we have another one with Lindsay. Remember? Yeah. Are we allowed to announce that one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some songs. I know that one is coming out this month, I'm pretty sure. Because it's like... Well, one that we can for sure talk about is the next song that we, that will be on our album eventually. It's, it's the next... Our, our next like satin original puppet song, song original song and it's called escape, escape from the puppet chest and that will be coming out either this month or next month perfect yeah. uh and where can everybody i mean obviously your tiktok you probably don't need to shout out because you already have everybody <laughs> following you but uh where else can people find you on the internet where can they check out the music uh and and obviously little ghouls as well the website too so people can check out your art yeah. and stuff there so yeah we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, I believe. We're on all of the sh- all of the streaming platforms. Um, the link um, to everything is in our Instagram on the Satin Puppets Instagram. We have like a link that has everything that we I guess just all the links are all in the that links. link. <laughs> and then um, our little ghouls Instagram is just little ghouls and yeah we use mostly instagram we don't really use any other social media platforms just instagram and tiktok mostly we don't use twitter facebook (laughs) (laughs) they're there but you don't need to be on them if if you need it we don't they're there but we don't use them (laughs) and then also youtube Mm -hmm. youtube just that for the vlogs and the vids yes for the cringy cringy (laughs) vlogs (laughs) Look, man, they, you have to be, you have to get through the cringe and then you all of a sudden you're like, oh, this isn't cringe at all. This is like just people being people. Well, then you and just like, cringe a little bit still at your voice, though, because that never that. Yeah, changes. you can always cringe at yourself. That's fine. Like, yeah, it's a good thing we all do things where our faces and our uh, voices are on the Internet. So it's like, cool, I'll listen to that and then react to how I sound. It's like, yeah, I know it's. It's so weird how, like, I'm aware of how many people are viewing our stuff on TikTok, yet I I feel more comfortable for some reason posting on TikTok versus posting on YouTube or Instagram because I feel like 
my family and like my immediate like friend circle kind of follows us more closely on those platforms and the, well like specifically Instagram and like I have like a more like a different way that I even perceive myself on those platforms on well on Instagram and then but I just shamelessly post whatever <laughs> on TikTok whilst that one has the most followers <laughs> like it makes no sense there's no it logic makes no sense. sense it makes sense to us yeah, yeah i don't know yeah I, I think i think in my brain i'm like i just i just don't care anymore like i just <laughs> post because yeah i just yeah yeah. It's an outlet and it's there and why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. Uh we are going to uh we're gonna keep chatting over on Twitch. Uh so if you're if you're listening to the recording of this, you know, you should be over on Twitch to hang out with us because you know Otherwise you're missing it, out. You're missing out. It's a it's a spooky scary skeleton time or whatever. I don't know. Uh <laughs> scary. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you are just listening to this, make sure you're taking this moment to go check out Satin Puppets on everything. Uh, the YouTube, uh, the, the the TikTok, the Instagram. Leave nice comments. You you jerks. Leave nice comments or I swear to God, I'll find you. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it, he's going to come up with his bony knees and be like, hey, I'll, I'll run out there like a like a skeleton and be like, hey, you better stop it. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but every skeleton is from the 1920s. Um, I, I believe it. In this day and age. All, all skeletons, including the ones we're using now, because they're all recycled. The... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we're going to go hang out with all the friends over on Twitch. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Julia, Joanna, Yay. thank you so much for being on the pod tonight. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys thank for you having guys us. So this was so fun. Uh, I enjoyed sharing and hanging out. <laughs> thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, five stars if you liked it. Only. No stars uh, should be forgotten about when you're leaving five stars for us. That's just one star because you can't leave no stars. That's just you not. No, I mean, it. you shouldn't forget about how. You should leave us five stars. No stars left behind is what I'm saying. I feel like um, the song Don't You Forget About Me by whoever it's by, um, you could just put it in here. For yeah. That. Yeah. Well, you're editing that. So you add, add in that song uh, and please don't sue. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting sued by um, like a one hit wonder 80s band. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it was in a movie. It's fine. You know, yeah, they had but it's it not the, the only hit. I don't know any other song. Wait, it's Simple Minds, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know any other song by them. No, but I I saw Breakfast Club a few times. So look at you, little eighties baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, how can you make something that is so innocuous sound like a shitting on? I don't get it. We'll be back next week with another episode. You can also watch these episodes live over on our Twitch channel at EmoSocialClub.tv. Uh, but until then, uh, from everyone here at Emo Social Club, I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Hi. Was that supposed to be a ghost noise or was that you just like doing like a Beach Boys channeling? The Beach Boys weren't ghosts. <laughs> They're still, some of them are still alive, right? Yeah, I just thought the music was for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs>